Hey guys, welcome to episode 3 of Fika. If you've made it to this episode, you're the best because you have spent 20 minutes of your life over the past 2 weeks listening to my voice. Uh, I'm assuming you listen lah. If not, then it's okay also. I, I, I don't really care. But yeah, for those who listened like from the trailer to 1, 2, 3, I appreciate y'all very, very much. Keep it up. <laughs> so, let's get started with today's episode. The topic I wanted to share today is a bit tricky for me to talk about because it borders on something that is kind of personal to me. Over the past week, I kept thinking, should I really share this part of my life or should I just talk about something else? It was a head-scratcher for me. Also because it's such a unique circumstance that I've been born into and many people would not be able to relate to the experiences I'm about to share. But you know, after I thought about it for a while and when I shared this topic briefly with some friends, I think it is okay for me to share something that is uniquely me. As you have already seen from the title of today's episode, <laughs> um, Indian Chindian Girl, uh, I, 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 to be honest, I don't like this term but I also don't know how else to call myself. So, but just a little context for those who are not aware. I'm born to an Indian dad and a Chindian mom. So my mom is the original Chindian, not me, okay? And my grandfather is Indian and my grandmother is Chinese. But she was raised by an Indian family. So she completely identifies herself as Indian inside and out, which is nice. And yeah, basically we're a bunch of people raised completely with Indian values and beliefs, but we don't look Indian. While my ancestry is a great icebreaker story, especially during first days of school, first days at work, or whenever I find myself with a random auntie who thinks I'm pretty but can't quite tell what I am, honestly, maybe it's just me, but lately I'm getting tired of explaining why I look the way I look sometimes. And yeah, I mean, it also depends on my mood. If I like you enough, I would explain the whole story, but if not, I keep it brief and I don't want to talk about it much. So it's like a love-hate relationship and I disagree 100% when people say I have the best of both worlds. No, no, I don't have the best of both worlds. Let me explain why. Unlike Chindians in Singapore, I was not raised by an Indian dad and Chinese mom. Sorry, but this is so typical of Chindian households. I have not seen a Chinese dad and Indian mom, so... But I would love to see such families as I think that's quite cool. Anyway, I'm digressing. So yeah. The Chindian's mom would be raised completely as a Chinese, so they would maybe celebrate Chinese New Year, but that's not my family's dynamics, you see. We only celebrate Deepavali and pray to Hindu gods, which is why I said earlier, you know, completely raised with Indian culture, values and beliefs. So my life is very different compared to the dual cultural Chindian experience. I can't relate to all those articles and Reddit posts about how it is like being a Chindian because I'm not exactly Chindian, right? And sometimes it feels like I am my own community with a population of one. Despite growing up with Tamil movies and listening to Tamil songs, fun fact, I only listened to my first English song when I was 10 years old. And despite being able to speak, read and write Tamil to a semi-decent level, I have to emphasize that, and loving Indian food and eating it almost every day at home, I do feel like an outsider among Indian people sometimes. I guess it comes from a place of insecurity, to be honest lah, because I used to believe that if I don't look the part, I don't belong. And I think what validated that insecurity was that, you know, Indian people do not necessarily treat me as one of their own. And I mean, I don't blame them. It's like, I look too Chinese to be Indian and too Indian to be Chinese. Sometimes, in the past especially, I wish I could just fit in, blend in, and be seen as part of a community and not look so different and stand out. 
I know it sounds very negative and I don't want to sound negative but this was how I felt at times and the only people who I suppose can relate to me the most are my sister and my cousin. So yeah, it can feel isolating sometimes but I've learned to live with it. I mean, in a way it's really awesome too because I'm doing this very noble service of contributing to the biodiversity of our species, right? I mean, duh. I mean, there are also many many light-hearted moments that make me laugh too. For example, right, like listening on listening in on the Indian aunties and uncles speaking about random silly stuff so openly in public in Tamil because they think no one around them understands what they are saying is always entertaining. And many 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 times I try to suppress my laughter until I cannot because I am entertained and want them to keep going. And to see their faces when my grandma suddenly appears and says something Tamil to me is priceless, not gonna lie. So going to Tekka is always fun. Another experience that I go through quite often is the outlandish guesses people have about where I come from when they make small talk with me. Like being mistaken for Malay is so basic, okay? For example, many many years ago, I was working as a waitress at this restaurant. And this group of people from India were asking me what my nationality was. They thought I was from Bhutan or Nepal or somewhere around that region like Assam, Manipur, etc. I think I was so done with them, but they gave me tips which I was allowed to pocket so it was worth it. Another example, one time after school, me and my friend wanted to go out to have lunch. As it was sports day or something and I was from the yellow house, I wore yellow face paint on my face and did not bother to remove it. So we were walking through this shop and this lady she was so excited to see me because she thought I was from Myanmar. <laughs> I've also been asked how long I was staying in Singapore, especially when I used to take like Grab or taxi as people thought I was a foreigner from Indonesia, Philippines, Europe. Yes, Europe. Man, the list goes on and on. More recent example was when I went to Vietnam last year. One of the cafe owners thought I was from Thailand, and this spa manager thought I was from Ho Chi Minh, which is crazy because I look nothing like a Vietnamese. The positive side is at least when I travel around Southeast Asia, I can fit in quite well. Shout out to Northeast India, maybe I can fit in there too. Not the fitting in I had asked for, but good enough, I guess. But yeah, I go through this very often, and the irony, right, is that my own people will never get it right. Oh, they mostly will not get it right unless I told them what my name was. Yeah, my name's a big giveaway. So yeah, this is what life being in my shoes is like, and what I've shared honestly is just the tip of the iceberg, guys. On hindsight, though, I'm very proud of my heritage, and I will always have a soft spot towards my Indian brothers and sisters. But being real here, I prefer to just view myself as a soul in a body instead of defining my identity based on my race. Like if I look in the mirror, I only see myself as G, not Indian, not Chindian, not Chinese, just human. Maybe this is how you guys see yourselves as well. I don't know, but this is how I view myself nowadays. I am my own person, and I have learned over the years that it is okay if I look different from others, even if that can feel a bit uncomfortable sometimes. At least I'm unique in my own way, and I guess also I've grown to realize that the right people will appreciate me for me. Regardless of how I look like, and knowing this is enough to keep me going. Just saying all this made me remember something my dad used to tell me. He used to say that I have a pan Asian face, and I should be proud and own it. So I went to Google what pan Asian was, and yeah, I think I can fit in with this group of people. So yeah, I shall own it. 
Of course, if curious people were to ask me about my race, I would tell them I am mixed because that makes the most sense. I can keep the conversation short that way too. And also because I acknowledge my grandma's ancestry as that's the way it is. Biologically, that's who I am. But hey, new plan. I don't gotta explain anymore, right? I mean, if the next person asks me about my race, I'll just send them the link to this episode. Problem solved. And with that, I'm gonna abruptly end today's episode. Oh my gosh, I need to know how to smoothly transition my podcast from start, middle and end, especially middle to end. But anyway, I want to end this off with another quick shout out to those of you who took the time to DM me about topic ideas. I appreciate it very much. It means a lot and I will keep your ideas in mind. And that's a wrap. Thanks guys for your time and I'll see you again next Monday. Bye!